Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Well, what well. excitement have you in store for me today? Well, we're going to start off with the rather sad news that Sir Clive Sinclair has died yes. at the age of 81. Inventor of the pocket calculator. Um, yes, and with reverse course, Polish notation. With reverse Polish notation, yes. Indeed. Why have I remembered that? Even I don't really. Uh, it's it. hard to forget once you've learned it. And those um, very clicky key. I mean, odd keys where you suddenly yes. there was a, sort of like a spring and it suddenly clicked. They were curious, weren't they? Yes. I had yes. one. I also had as a Sinclair a Spectrum, of course. I remember when I ah. bought it. Uh, try to decide whether to go for the 16K version or yes. the massive 48K <laughs> version. You never thought, any more than that. Exactly. No, no more computing power than that. <laughs> Precisely. Yes. Um, now, I read a, an interview with his daughter in The Guardian who said mm. that he never used a calculator. He always carried a slide rule around with him. Well, how splendid. Isn't it? But and who he, uses slide rules now? I mean, well, he did, and right up to the end. And he told reporters frequently, apparently, that he never used either a computer or email. The problem is he may well be remembered more for, for his what people consider rather a droll, amusing invention, which was the Sinclair C5. The C5, yes. Which was ridiculed the entire yes. time it existed. And then, of course, several years later, of course, became an object of envy for any museum in the land. Yes. They all wanted one. They did. They did. It was, it was a ludicrous piece of transport. For people who don't remember it, it was a low was electric vehicle, one of the very first if you don't count uh, milk floats. And so you're very low down, but below uh, car window height when you mm. sit in it, three-wheeler. And the steering wheel, as I recall, was located under your knees. Yes. And the problem was, yes. Kai Sinclair was quite a tall man, wasn't he? So he mm. looked even sillier when demonstrating it than somebody shorter might have done. They took to putting a, a red flag on the back so that motorists could see it. But of course, they could see this golf flag going by, but they had no idea that there was a, there was a little <laughs> yes. car attached to it. And yet there are there are recumbent bikes now, and one assumes recumbent yes. electric bikes, which probably are of similar height, but not quite exactly. as white. And white, perhaps not the cleverest colour either for something travelling on Britain's streets. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But his uh, calculator was white. You see, he made tech white long before Apple did. Mm. Mm. So, do, do you think he actually changed anything? Do, was it because of him that we, everybody soon had calculators? I mean, was he the first abroad? I know he was the first in this country, but were other countries doing calculators? No, I think he first? was actually the first. And, of course, the Sinclair Spectrum got a whole generation, mm. me included, uh, not just using computers, but programming computers. Yes. So it, yeah. was, uh, it was huge news um, because the competition at that time was like the Atari or the BBC Micro, which were black and white. The Spectrum, as the name kind of implies, was full colour. Millions of the things. So I got a later one, the Commodore C64, I think was my oh, yeah. first, but I never learned how to programme. No. What a shame. Well, I'd, be, I'd be a millionaire by now if I had. <laughs> you, possibly you would. 
I think there's more to it than just learning how to program. <laughs> Don, 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 Don. Okay. Well, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry he's gone. Hmm. Well, we're staying uh, automotive for the first half of uh, of today's show with the oh, wow. rather exciting news that uh, this week I got the chance to drive a Tesla for the oh, first good time. Gracious. Yes, good and gracious. I know that. Did the owner know? He did. He gave yeah. me permission, uh, and I realise that this is not innovative news for uh, a lot of people. There may well be uh, many shell radio listeners out there who own Teslas, but people who've never been in one, hmm. let me tell you about it. First of all, they're gorgeous. They are absolutely gorgeous inside and out. Mm. Very comfortable, beautiful styling, look fabulous. They, um, the one I was in had a 250-mile range, which is, uh, which is really pretty good mm. for an electric yes. car. The battery uh, is underneath all of the seats, so it's very low and very heavy. So cornering is absolutely rock solid at, at any speed mm. because you've got this huge weight holding the car, gluing it to the ground. Hmm. What's really interesting is that there are no instruments. There is like a giant iPad, and everything happens on that iPad hmm. screen. The only physical controls are the gear stick, which is on a, a stalk where your indicators would be. I think it also does indicators when you're not, uh, not hmm. uh, and neutral. And a little scroll wheel, and you determine what the scroll wheel does, using the, the giant uh, iPad-like display. So you can use that to make the wing mirrors go in and out and the seats forwards and backwards and all, mm -hmm. all that kind of thing. Does it get greasy like my iPad screen? Almost certainly, yes. Right. Yes, okay. you probably have to sanitise your hands before using it. Yes. Okay. Uh, there is a very big boot or trunk, of course, as they call it, being American. And the reason I'm calling it a trunk from now on is because as well as a trunk, there's also a frunk. A what? The frunk. The frunk is another trunk or the boot in the front because, of course, there's no engine. Oh. So there's a big space where you can put more things in the front. Isn't that clever? I think that's very like clever. That, like those, those beetles. They had the frunk at the front, didn't they? But, they, of course, they had an they engine did. at the back. They had an engine at the back. Well, this is like that, but with no engine at the back. So mm. everything takes place on the display. And the display can show you all manner of information. When you're driving, it shows you a 3D render of your Tesla driving along, mm. uh, which you can turn to view from any angle. And it also shows you cars uh, either side of you, in front of you. It shows you cyclists going past. It shows little 3D models of cyclists and pedestrians. Mm. So it's you know if you're if you're not watching the road, if you're looking at the screen, you can see what's going on on the screen because it's showing you these models. <laughs> Extraordinary. Right. Now, so it's and it's also got not just rear view cameras, but side view cameras, which is which you're going through a narrow space or, or parking next to a high parking, curb. Yeah, yes, yes that kind of thing. Useful. Yes. Um, it is a very silly car in many, many ways because you still have to charge it up. You can take it to a, a Tesla supercharger station mm -hmm. and it will cost you about £15 to charge the car up fully, which is an awful lot less than you'd pay at a petrol station. Mm -hmm. But you're there for 45 minutes. So they think, what can we do to keep people amused while they're there? So they give you games to play. One of the things you've got is a whoopee cushion. Which, what? Yeah. You can choose which seat you want to push the whoopee cup just by dragging it between the little diagram of yes. the seats. And it makes a farting noise from coming from that seat. Not only that, but you have a, a menu of a dozen different kinds of farting noise. <laughs> it's... 
There is also <laughs> built-in karaoke. And you tried all 15, I imagine. Of course. Yes. There is a, a dozen, I said. Never oh, doesn't. Sorry. There's uh, also uh, a um, there's a racing game. Yeah. So on the screen, but mm. to drive the racing game, you use the brake and steering wheel of the Tesla. So it really feels like you're like you're driving the car. It's glorious. It has a built-in karaoke machine, and some really neat little ideas. So if you want to change the the way the air vents are pointing. Mm. You go to the air vent section, and the screen is filled with uh, diagrams showing uh, showing the vents and showing animated air coming out of them. And you can tap and drag on the screen to direct the air where you want, or you can split okay. it into two paths. So, okay, a couple of, couple of questions. You mentioned gear stick. So it is actually a manual car, is it, rather than no, automatic? Gear stick, gear stick in the sense of uh, drive, neutral, reverse, park. Oh, right. So they haven't, they haven't sort of pandered to the UK right. market where we actually like they to haven't. feel we're in control of our cars. There is uh, no handbrake. Uh, when you put it in park, it puts it on automatically. When you take it out of park, it takes it off for you. As as you'd probably expect. And were you were you test driving this with a view to buying one, or was it a friend's one that you were just? It was a friend's one that I had. And, a go and, on. and had you asked him that thing that I read recently that one of the problems with electric cars is they're so that the superstructure is so heavy that you can't if you've got a flat tire you can't do it yourself. I don't know. He didn't have a spare tire in the car because they charge you an extra two hundred pounds for the spare tire, so he decided not to get one. So. Compared to the cost of a Tesla, that's probably not a very significant no. portion. But I guess once you spring for that, you think, where, where can I possibly save some money? Oh, I know. I'm not going to spend exactly. higher. Exactly. Seems a bit weird. Okay. Oh. And the other thing is that observant listeners to Gadgets and Gizmos on Australia Radio will know that only a few weeks back, you were bemoaning how appalling electric cars were because you got stuck with one in France. You couldn't charge anywhere. Well, that is absolutely true. And that, sadly, is the reason I probably won't be getting a Tesla because uh, my, my wife is dead against it, having had a weekend with an electric car. However, when you plan a journey with mm. a Tesla, it maps out all the Tesla charging stations along the route, tells mm. you how long you've got to get there, how long you're going to be there. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it, it really plans them very, very carefully for you. So uh, you, you, you never, because they make, they, they have their own charging network and they are known not just for the cars, but for the charging network that they support. And so this means that they're always working and they're always fast and they're always available. I, I mean, from what you've said, it does sound obvious that it's a company that came to this not having made cars before, because other cars Absolutely. seem organic and they wouldn't think about things like whoopee cushions. I mean, who, <laughs> who else but Elon Musk would? Yeah. But what's very surprising, I've never heard of that before. You would think the first journalist to you try a Tesla yeah, would have mentioned yeah. it in his review. You could also change the horn sound. Um, uh, not only that, you could have the horn followed by a round of applause, for example. And should you be uh, going to uh, a beach party, as I suppose Elon Musk probably does frequently, yes. Yes. then you can make the horns play any music that you've got uh, in your car. It just plays it through the external speakers. Wow. Well, they thought they've... They have thought, thought of a lot. an awful lot, yes. And we are not talking about a cheap car, though, are we? Well, they start at about £30,000. So for, for mm. a new car, that is not excessive. Uh, you're talking about whether you have to change gear. No, you don't have to change gear. It's automatic. But unlike a regular petrol automatic, there are no gears to be changed. The motor just goes faster. 
So it's absolutely super smooth uh, going and, from, uh, from particular speeds. One of the problems I'm finding with electric cars is that you can't hear the buggers. And if you're a pedestrian, ah. it is really quite unnerving to suddenly find that there's one just coming right past you. That you, yes. you know, we rely obviously for noise quite a lot on telling us when there's something around, but, but, but there's no. There is well, no there's noise. A, there's, a, there's a bit of road noise so that yeah. you can usually hear a car coming. Well, you've been waxing so lyrical about this that I'm afraid it's time for us to take a, a very brief pause for breath. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to Gadgets and Gizmos, where I'm in conversation with Steve Cap. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I say gadgets and gizmos. We really had one new gadget so so far. It's a big gadget. It's a big gadget, yes. yes. I, I, you know, I'd almost want to buy a Tesla just for the just for the whoopee cushion, the karaoke, <laughs> and the, race, and the racing. It, it is very much a boy's car. Yes. Yeah. Then presumably, I mean, if you don't have a if you don't have a drive or a charging point very near, um, it might not be terribly convenient because clearly, clearly having it charged by the time you're ready to leap into it in the morning is ideal. Yes. You can either plug it in in your house to do, mm. do that overnight or there are charging points out on the street. There's a lot of them. And mm. those, yeah. again, though, are really overnight charging points. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're slow chargers. Yeah. Well, let's move on then. Let us move on to, well, uh, still automotive, a UK startup called Fairing, uh, making an electric all-terrain kind of Land Rover. But of course, it's not a Land Rover because Land Rover is only made by Land Rover. I could say it's Mm. kind of Jeep, but they're only made by Jeep. So it's a Land Rover Jeep kind of a thing. Yes. And they are for going off into the desert or into the jungle or wherever you you might take these things. And uh, they use a lithium titanate oxide battery which uh uh only has a very small range 50 mile range but there's a biodiesel generator built into these things which constantly tops up the battery and if you fit long range tanks onto this uh onto this biodiesel generator you get a range of 4350 miles gracious that's impressive isn't it how big are the tanks I don't know. They don't okay. tell you that. <laughs> anyway, fairing, F-E-R-I-N-G dot co dot UK, if you want to know more about them, and they plan to manufacture them next year. All self-respecting explorers should probably get one. They absolutely should. They absolutely should. Because explorers obviously care about the planet. And so this is your way of well, biodiesel. Yes. Of but they also go to places where you can't get your electric batteries topped up very easily. 4,350 miles. I'm sure you yeah. can find one somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Right. On we go. And on to from one uh, interesting car to a, a slightly ridiculous car. Do you remember the Renault Twizy, which was no. the little electric car where it's, it's like a tandem? So it takes two people and sit in front of each other. Oh, vague recollection. Yes. Imagine an electric tandem with a cover. There's your, there's your Twizy. There's a new contender to the Twizy 
crown coronet, perhaps is more the more the word, called the City Transformer. And it's like a twilight, it's two people in front of each other, uh, two and a half meters long by 1.4 meters wide. And because the wheels of stick out a little bit so that it makes it more stable. Mm-hmm. But if you've got one of these, you think, oh, I could just squeeze in beh- between those two cars. I could park there if my car was slightly narrower. You can press a button and the wheels pull in to the width of the car <laughs> to one meter wide. Isn't that fabulous? Yes, that's extraordinary. I'm just looking at a picture of it now. Hmm. It, gosh, it is quite narrow. You know, you show you a, a video of him squeezing in between two yes. other big cars. Now, you wouldn't want to hurtle around corners with the wheels pulled in, but it's very cute that it does. Uh, pre-order uh, for 12,500 euros will be 16,000 euros when they actually start making the things. Mm-hmm. Citytransformer.com, if you want to know more about it, or if you want to go indeed and plunk down your, your deposit, because I think it's very cute indeed. It does look quite... I mean, as a city runabout, that looks really quite splendid. It does, doesn't it? Better than a C5. Better than a C5. Taller <laughs> than a C5. They should put that on the poster. Better than a C5. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where are we going now? Uh, let's go on to an app of the week, which we haven't oh, had for some time. No, we haven't. No. You're probably going to ask me now for a, um, uh, a, a, a what's it called? What are they called? Sings. I know. Here we are. And this is one that I've just come across. It's called Snap Thing. It's It runs on iOS, so for iPhones and iPads. And there's also a version of it for Macs. Not for Andrews, Android or Windows. Um Right. Sadly, but not that sadly. So if you've got your iPhone and you put a snap thing on it, it's a free download, you point it, point the camera at any object, uh, tap a button, and it cuts the object out for you. It you silhouettes, mean? it cut, it moves the background. Oh, I see. Okay. It works on people. It works on, I have not, I've on, on a water glass, it managed to do a perfect cutout of a water glass. But I was really surprised that because water glasses are complex objects, but it interpreted it, it did it absolutely perfectly. And now it I saves have to ask, it. Yeah. I was going to say, I have to ask the obvious question why would you want to do that? I mean, you, you use things like Photoshop, which presumably also do things like that. Uh, yes, it does, but I have uh, less highly powered apps on my phone hmm. that uh, don't do uh, things like that. Um, and for, uh, partly for if you want to Instagram things, you want to your Instagram, your your dinner, but you don't like the tablecloth in the in the restaurant. Well, you can just mm. photograph your plate, and there's just the plate by itself. Isn't that it's one of wonderful. the saddest phrases in the English language? Instagram, you your want dinner. To in- yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I, I I do agree. It's a fantastic. Download it. Try. You get ten free goes with it. After that, if you want to carry on using it. £4.49, no subscriptions, uh, no registration, doesn't take anything off your phone, doesn't read any data from your phone. Oh, I imagine you've gone well past 10 by now. Haven't oh, you? I have. Show it's it glorious. Yes. It is glorious. Do okay. really, it's called Snap Thing. Thing. Do try it out because it is so much fun. Okay, that's Snap Thing. Right. What What now? Well, curious one from the Lithuania government, which we very rarely talk about. In fact, this may well be a first on Share Radio. It may. It's where, where my mum's family came from. Not the from Lithuanian Lithuania. government, but oh. Lithuania. Yes, a place called Palanga. Well, if they were still living there, well, we wouldn't hmm. be doing this show for a start because you'd still be speaking Lithuanian. But yes. if we were still 
and you're still living there, they would be warned by the Lithuanian government to throw away their Chinese phones because they've discovered that Xiaomi phones, which is a big you know, Chinese yes. uh, phone make, have built-in censorship, which detects and censors 449 terms, mm -hmm. including things like free Tibet uh, or democracy movement. And these are turned off by default in the EU, but they discovered that they can be turned on remotely. Wow. Wow. So scary, I think. A little. Yes, you sort of wonder if that's, I mean, they've discovered that. Um, you sort of wonder what else might be lurking inside. Well, exactly. Beware. Yes. Mm. Though how, not quite sure how we can beware or do anything about it, frankly. Anyway, I haven't got one of those. You haven't got one of those. Jolly um, good. You've got a good But Apple could phone. put all manner of things in there. I wonder mean, what sort of censorship they would put in there. Apple, but they wouldn't do something like that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do something dream like that because that. they are the good guys. Oh, okay. Well, in tech terms, actually, it yeah. seems they really are the good guys. Okay. So, not going to so, get a chamois phone, but I'm glad you told me how to pronounce it, because that was exactly. a word I ever knew how to pronounce before. Okay. The, uh, in, in lieu of our crowdfunding time of mm. the week, um, it is time for the Ig Nobel Prizes. Oh, wonderful. Launched in 1991, so now in its 31st year. The Ig These Nobel are my Prizes. second favourite awards compared to the Darwin Awards. Darwin Awards are probably oh. my favourite. Well, the Darwin Awards are for people who have come a cropper uh, with yes. extreme unction, haven't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, in extremely silly ways, usually. Exactly. Yes. But the Ig well, Nobel Awards are just bizarre science projects. Bizarre science projects. And uh, here are my favourites. So in the transport category, a team of scientists have discovered that it's a safest to airlift rhinoceroses hmm. upside down. Tranquilized rhinoceros. I imagine, I, I think you probably have to tranquilize yeah. them before you airlift them in the first <laughs> yes, place. Otherwise, yes. you're going to get a very traumatized <laughs> yes. rhinoceros. Okay. And right. frankly, that's the last thing you want, is a traumatized <laughs> <Okay>. rhinoceros. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, uh, in the peace, uh, the peace Prize, go to some scientists who reckon that men grow beards to protect their faces from being punched. I mean, it doesn't give a lot of protection. Now, now hang on some. a second. Oh, I see. You, it, it doesn't deter people from punching them. It just means no, no. that were they to be punched, they yes. would me, not be as badly injured. Okay. Exactly. Yes, right. Okay. That's small amount of protection. Yep. And the medicine category, um, if you have a blocked nose, hmm. what's better than decongestant? Sex. Really? Apparently, apparently vigorous sex clears your, your nose better than just about anything. Wow. Yes. Okay. Whoa. I, I bet Boots and Superdrug are not going to advertise that in a hurry. <laughs> no, no, probably not. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. No, we don't have any Sudafed at the moment, but have you tried this? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that always sounds useful. I'm not yes. sure that deserves an Ig Nobel Prize. It, no, it probably does sound useful. Of course, it depends. Mm -hmm. I mean, I suppose the, the, the more age you have, the, the harder it might be to, uh, to unblock That's your true. nose. That's true. Anyway. And I, I'm, yes. I'm assuming it means with two people rather than on your own. Anyway, we should not pursue that. We should further. not pursue that anyway. So let us move on. Let us move on to plant nanobionics. Okay. This is a this is not an Nobel Prize, but it's a some research done at the at MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, mm -hmm. and so back in 2017, they made uh, their first glow-in-the-dark watercress. The... <laughs> I'll just, just let that one sink in for a moment. 
it, it, it wasn't very glow in the dark, but it did glow in the dark a little bit. Well, then well, for now, all those people who have trouble finding their watercress when the lights are exactly, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. They're now uh, using uh, phosphor, which is much brighter, and they're combining it, of course, uh, as you would have guessed, with strontium aluminate nanoparticles. The right. reason being. They're trying to make plants that will glow in the dark long enough for them to be used as passive street lighting. So the idea, Whoa. rather than yes, rather than paying for street lights, they could just plant little borders along the sides of the road, and they will glow throughout the night. They would need quite a fair degree of brightness in order to be useful, though. I mean, being able to see them is not the same as being able to see you know, somebody walking along the pavement that you don't want to bang into. Uh, no, but being able to see them is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, I look forward to glow-in-the-dark plant, watercress or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a wonderful idea. Well, I mean, if it, if it were watercress, you know, and you come out with your egg sandwiches and forgotten to put the watercress in, yeah, grab some as well. Exactly. Glow-in-the-dark sandwiches. It'll come. Walk and run once. It'll come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they said the future isn't bright. <laughs> Steve Captain, thank you very much indeed. That's it for this edition of Gadget and Gizmos. We'll be back with more bonkers inventions and useful ones at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.